0: possible to have no beliefs is it a good thing to have no beliefs this is not something that is commonly challenged that i have noticed in my experience in life but what i used to challenge my belief of beliefs was the idea of memorized beliefs we know that children are raised to have certain beliefs to protect them from things that could be harmful for them to experience early a small child might be able to learn a lesson of a stove being too hot but it might cause more harm than good that could come from the lesson if they touch the stove too young just as we might might teach children not to fornicate when in reality we are trying to teach them to be careful with the act of procreation and not do it before they are ready to bear the burden of the responsibility of raising another human life form these systems of beliefs are very useful for children and they become less and less rigid in principle as children age to give them the freedom to learn from their own mistakes to improve on these systems of beliefs to become thought leaders themselves especially useful in the role of procreating when they so choose to this is something that is self-evident in our lives and in the lives of the other humans yet we seem to have come to a time in humanity where it is more important to memorize beliefs of others or old beliefs in order to be accepted as a human. Most of the time we see these as differentiated between a good human or a bad human, but nonetheless, there are some systems of belief that categorize people who do not believe as less than human. I know going through this journey of practicing my reality without beliefs. I had to preface it with myself and my partner that I was afraid that I might lose my humanity because I was choosing to challenge both my beliefs and my feelings being useful to my existence. And I did not know if through this challenge, I would lose my humanity. For decades, I've been taught that from, you know, direct teaching or indirect example led by others that feelings and beliefs are the core of what makes a human a human. But when I started to realize that these systems of beliefs would... Pull me in all sorts of different directions and lead me places that did not provide me results that they would others. I realized that my feelings were being manipulated by the beliefs that I was choosing to want to believe in and would lead me to either no results in the short term or very little or insufficient results in the short term and bad results in the long term none of these were self-evident in a way that didn't somehow shift the blame onto me this was confusing and guilt-ridden at, at the very least so I decided to risk my humanity at the opportunity of trying something new. And the results were far from catastrophic. They were quite unbelievable. I started to question all the beliefs I had memorized. It didn't matter if I thought they were my beliefs or they were beliefs taught to me if I believe they were a thought or a belief, I didn't differentiate, I I did not yet know clearly the difference between a thought and a belief and a feeling. As most people get these confused, men can often see that women get thoughts and feelings confused, and women can often see that men don't see their feelings as thoughts, because even the masculine mind and feminine mind, can differentiate so much what qualifies as a thought or a feeling when really there is this confusion that thoughts and feelings are one and the same, when they are quite different. I started to realize more and more into this process of questioning everything that I believed or felt or thought, tearing it apart, getting to the core data, asking why over and over at every thought, feeling or belief that I had, digging down deep, asking why in so many different ways and different phrasings, not just simply the word why, but figuring out how to ask why, how to question every thought, feeling and belief. Dug deep to the essential data points of the reality of that thought, feeling, or belief, often redefining a belief as a feeling or a feeling as a thought or a thought as a belief or a feeling more often than not. Using deductive reasoning and logic, I eventually got to a personal truth that I realized if shared with others seemed abstract, cryptic, mysterious. I talked more in parables than I ever even noticed. This was something I used to try and avoid, was talking in analogy and metaphor. And then I started to do it without even noticing I feared I was having a mental breakdown despite the fact that I was getting real results for the things that I wanted, that my systems of beliefs were not giving me the results they were promising. I realized that the answers I sought were not sufficient for me and provided long-term unrest, unhappiness, and disappointment. For others, that I had long thought were doing things the right way. And these simple, self-evident truths that I was seeking out in my own beliefs, thoughts, and feelings was the same logic and reason I applied to other areas of my life that were providing results that I realized were put on the same level as people who waited sometimes decades to address things that they believed weren't problems until the unhappiness built up so much that their constructs of marriage or a job or a career or life just started crumbling around them. And they had to fix something much further down the line. These were people I thought had it made for a long time and I was applying these things at much earlier stages and I started to realize that the more people I shared this challenging of my beliefs to with I could not find people in my peer age range that related to me I talked to a few people that were a few decades older than me and they Confirmed my fear that this is usually something that people go through at a much later stage in life. Sometimes, twice my age is when people start going through it. I started to realize that my beliefs, while well questioned, <clears throat> my feelings, while well questioned, my thoughts, while well questioned all had to provide self-evident truth that they would be beneficial to me, that they would provide real long-term results and actionable short-term options. When I went through this with what I thought would take months of trial and error, got mostly done in a week. And in two weeks, I was in a completely new state. I did not lose my humanity, I understood who I was, I understood the beliefs that I chose, some of them lasted, some of them did not, but all of them made more sense. To me personally, I understood who I was, my connection with my inspiration, where that came from in a way that didn't need to be explained and would often cause confusion to others when I explained it unless they too understood their meaning and their purpose and their own choices. I no longer needed to feign confidence because I used to believe that certain choices I made would eventually make me confident. I had a sense of security and the idea that I knew nothing and that I was no better or no worse than the best or worst person on the earth. We are all equal and things started to make sense and click where I no longer needed to fear people that were worse than me if I understood that I was but a few choices away from being at the same place as them. And I started to understand that everyone in the world is only a few choices away, and maybe a position or two of of power away from being the person they choose to believe is the worst person alive or the worst person to have ever existed. These systems of belief that I was promised would work for me and provide me answers did not. Most of the long-term results that I sought, I found that if I went slightly off the beaten path, I was able to get back on a part of the path further ahead than I had ever tried by staying on the beaten path. This did not mean I needed to question my ideas of morality so much that I needed to become a rapist or an adulterer or a murderer or even experiment on a relatively close scale to those things. I merely experimented with the way I was attempting to overcome any sort of craving from how I looked at food, from how I looked at any type of lust, whether it be a lust of food, a lust of power, a lust of sex. All of these things started to sort themselves out once I had the trust that I needed in myself that My end goal was still the same, but I was giving myself permission to go off the beaten path enough to find the route that I needed to take to get back on the path as soon as possible once I understood how to stay on it. This is a type of forgiveness and compassion I never had with myself. This is not to say that I do not experience beliefs or feelings, but I do not need to internalize them. It is always a choice in a level that I thought impossible previously. It is not impossible. We all have a choice in every thought, in every feeling, in every belief we have. For years, the only thing that kept me going when I would start to reason out my belief in a God was the simple idea that it was once my choice to not believe in a God and that did not provide my life positive results so despite the logical reason I had to explain away God for many years The simple self-evident truth was, it is my choice, and it is always my choice, to believe in God or not to believe in God. And while I knew that the choice to not believe in God provided results that I needed to avoid, the choice to believe in God... In the structures of belief surrounding the way that I learned about God were not providing me the results that I knew the God that I was choosing to want to believe in would offer to me. So I challenged not my idea of God, but the idea of the structure to bring me to God which brought me closer to what I define as my God through my genetic fallacy. I only know that way to explain my God, but I am no different than any other who chooses to trust not completely in themselves, but in something more than themselves to inspire them to do more, to do good, whether they label their God as the universe, Allah, Jehovah, Buddha, the posit- positivity, any sort of collective consciousness of positive choices can relate to what I'm saying. Anyone who worships a system of belief, whether it be religion, politics, national pride, a governmental system, an economic system, a company, a brand, if you choose to put a system of belief, over your own ability to choose in what is right for yourself that may be wrong for others and voluntarily give yourself the empowerment you need to achieve the things that you need in life. That is all that challenging your beliefs does. I still know what my beliefs are, but they are not my beliefs in the same way they used to be my beliefs. I do not need to try and internalize them and beat myself up when I fail to internalize them. I see it now as a blessing in the way that I had to uninternalize my feelings in order to experience my feelings but not be subject to them. And once I completely externalized my feelings just like my beliefs had been naturally externalized my whole life i found that what was left was not an emotionalist pit of despair but quite the opposite my core emotions were there i had access to them at all time i became more aware of how to defend them appropriately and i could no longer be manipulated either by my own subconscious or the subconscious of others or the conscious minds of others to have my feelings be manipulated and misconstrue beliefs that I knew how to question. This made me a stronger individual. This made me understand my beliefs. It made me know some of my beliefs. And that's why I think that internalized beliefs are a weakness. Any good belief should thrive when it is challenged.